0: Welcome to the Texas Trailhead Podcast. I started hiking to help with my health, both mental and physical. And now I'm encouraging y'all to get out and enjoy the trails, the outdoors, camping, all that stuff that Texas and beyond has to offer. So join me, Danny Laurel, as I'm sharing stories from myself and others who enjoy the outdoors as well. So grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. Welcome back to another episode of the Texas Trailhead podcast. I really appreciate being able to take a week off of broadcasting. I went on a little bit of a road trip to East Texas and I am still kind of just absorbing all of the information. I went out to East Texas because I wanted to go to Caddo Lake State Park uh, but before I left for that trip I went back to Purnell State Park and then on my way back from Caddo Lake I stopped at a, a few parks on the way back home and Did a little bit of exploring and learned a little bit more about the Kings Highway, otherwise known as El Camino Real de los Tejas, which is a national historic trail that just happens to run pretty close to where I live in central Texas. So I'm I'm looking forward to exploring that a little bit more in some upcoming episodes But for this week, I've got a couple of quick announcements from the Texas Parks and Wildlife. Upcoming November 8th, the parks are going to be free for everyone in honor of both veterans and active military. And they do this, they've done this before. And in the past, I've always thought it was just for veterans and active military, but it's actually for everyone, but just to honor them. But it's important to note that reservations will still be highly recommended and some places it is required. So that being said, the Texas Parks and Wildlife announced that reservations can now be made up to five months in advance. So for a lot of folks, the reservations have really put a damper on planning, myself included. But for now, five months is a really good amount of time to plan a larger trip for your family to visit some pretty awesome places. For for me, the reservations have always been kind of tough, but especially in places like Parnellis, where I've been trying to get into, even with the extension, my days off are pretty set, and there's no way to know, you know, the weather. I'm not I'm not a uh, meteorologist, so I'd hate to plan something that far out and then kind of have it be dampered, uh, like my trip to Caddo Lake. I did I did get a little bit of rain, but I learned a little bit about my gear, so that was fine. So back to the 5 months just start looking at where you think you want to go in 5 months cuz you have a little bit more time so look at those favorite campsites and i think you can um you know plan something a little bit more extensive with family and and get some and get get get, in, get into some good spots so uh those are the two announcements i have for the Texas Parks and Wildlife for this week so that's that My guest this week on the podcast is the creator of one of my favorite Instagram accounts called Hike Austin. Matthew Guthrie is someone that has always had a passion for the outdoors, but it was when he grabbed the camera that his love for landscapes and nature really comes to fruition. In our conversation this week, we'll talk about how the account got started, his day job that, funny enough, doesn't really have anything to do with the outdoors per se, and what it's like running an account with that many thousands of followers. (laughs) I'm pretty jealous. We'll also continue the discussion about geotagging and what responsibilities he's taken to provide beneficial information for visitors and even the parks themselves. You'll be surprised to learn some of the comments and messages he gets in his inbox. So make sure you give the account a follow on the Insta at hikeaustin. There he shares personal and user submitted photos that really highlight some of the amazing places that can be found around our great town. Man, can I can I even can I call Austin a town still? I I, I don't know. Anywho, please enjoy this episode and remember, likes, shares, and five star ratings are the lifeblood of free content. So if you enjoy the Texas Trailhead content, please give it a rating on Apple Podcasts and share a link or two on social media. Thanks. L- looking at looking at your personal Instagram feed it is an amazing array of photographs kind of on its own. You're also responsible for probably one of my favorite local Instagram accounts, Hike Austin. But I'm curious as to kind of where your love for the outdoors started a lot of your photographs definitely reflect the amazing views of the texas outdoors how did that come about like
1: yeah so it was kind of a combination of things um you know i'm born and raised here in austin um and i was always really fortunate growing up my parents were divorced but they both always lived within like a half mile of a greenbelt. Um, and the main one I grew up playing in is that old Circle C or a portion of it. So, you know, basically all the way until high school, end of elementary school, middle school, you know, my rule with my mom mainly was you come home when the streetlights turn on. So I'd come home from school and I'm in the woods building boards later on playing paintball, then BB guns. That wasn't quite as good an idea. But, um, you know, I just really spent all of my time outdoors. And looking back, I really think that's. Where just being outside, that's just where I really felt comfortable. Is my favorite place to be. You know, I'd rather be doing that than basically anything else. And, you know, high school, college, it kind of went away a bit. But the first memory, I guess, I have of kind of being in nature and just being like, holy cow, this is awesome, was an elementary school field trip to West Cave. And it's a little place right next to Hamilton Pool. Um, gorgeous little grotto. And they do a lot with, like, children in nature. You know, it's a um, really neat organization. But I went there on a field trip, and that place is just... Um, spectacular and I think I took my first photograph there actually on my mom's digital camera and it was her screensaver for (laughs) over a long time and um, yeah it was kind of crazy how it worked out but that's like my first memory of just being in nature where it's like you see Niagara Falls or something like that where it just burns in your brain that nature can be that cool and so looking back I think Westgate was a big part of that but then also just having the green belts was I was very very fortunate for that and um, now I don't feel like parents would let your kids just no yeah go have fun playing in the woods, but you know still the neighborhood kids. What we did growing up for me, so I almost feel like it was somewhat of the last generation being able to do that as free as I was. It was very thankful for. Yeah,
0: that. it's kind of funny that you say that. My parents were split between the valley and Houston, so in South in South Texas, there mm-hmm. wasn't really anything in terms of this vast outdoor landscape. I mean, there's palm trees, which is kind of weird leaving the valley and then going back and then remembering how many palm trees there are everywhere. But when (laughs) when I moved to Houston, that's kind of when you see a lot more of the pine trees. And that's when I joined uh, joined the Cub Scouts and started to really see what that outdoor landscape is. So, you know, I feel like Austin has a ton of different kind of just different types of landscapes around the city. I mean, you've got the water just a little bit out 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 east, you have Bastrop, and I think with all those different locations growing up here, I definitely feel like you can get a lot of that exposure to a lot of the different outdoor elements. So that's that's awesome. What just from Austin, what do you feel like I talked to people that have lived here for a long time. I'm in Kyle. So I moved to San Marcos in 2000. And for me, like, I don't, I I was just, I was out today with a buddy of mine and we were walking around uh, town Lake and I had commented, I was like, you know, a lot of people talk about how Austin's growing, but what we're doing right now, this outdoor space, like I feel like that's still the essence of what austin really is like what what do you feel if anything has changed over the years for you as far as like the outdoor spaces are concerned
1: well you know i'm i'm kind of a bad example of an austinite to be honest born and raised here graduated from austin high school i mean i'm about as austin as it gets but growing up here middle school high school you know middle school you can't drive (laughs) so you're kind of stuck to locally what it was my parents aren't hikers or anything so it's kind of up to me and then high school, it's more about girls and trying to cheap <laughs> beer. So at least it yeah. was for me. you know. So hiking kind of wasn't really – it wasn't part of my life. And I was always like outdoorsy, but I wasn't a Cub Scout. I wasn't anything. I was just a high school kid. I did Brazilian jiu-jitsu for four years. You know, so I wasn't an avid hiker back then. I just always loved the outdoors. And then college, uh, I went to SFA out in the Piney Woods, East Texas, for two years. Um, so I didn't realize – Realize what Austin had to offer until I came home from school and then I picked up a camera. And that's when I kind of blew my own mind on Austin and which started Hike Austin kind of went from there. But um, so my real hardcore experience with hiking in the different areas in Austin is, I'm going to say somewhat recent, even though I've been here forever. I mean, I've always been to Barton Creek, all the places, but really kind of trying to find every nook and cranny in the city uh, within a few hours um, wasn't until more recently for me. Um, With all that being said, you know, Austin as a whole, you know, I've seen a a ton of change. Um, You know, most of my friends growing up hate it. Most like true, quote unquote, true Austinites. A lot of them get frustrated with it. And I was of that mind in the high school days, you know, when traffic's picking up. I mean, I commuted from South Austin at Mopac to Austin High and traffic wasn't an issue. (laughs) You know, it was an interesting time, you know, so it's changed a lot in that regard. But I've really come to embrace it and love it. Um, I think it's really cool being from a city that is getting the recognition it has. I mean, it's a really destination spot. There's huge businesses coming. I mean, it's pretty cool to, you know, my parents were here since the 70s when it really was a sleepy little town. And, you know, I was born in 1993, so I'm probably, you know, most people think Austin was dead or whatever after that. You know, those people who think like that. But um, I enjoy it. I embrace it. You know, change is always going to happen if you get frustrated with the growth. It's like getting frustrated. The sky is blue. I mean, you're in a cool spot. The secret's getting out. You know, it's a good thing. You know, I just, I don't know. It's, um, but for the green spaces, they're all booked. I mean, they're implementing reservation systems. It's, um, I think it's going to lead to opening up more parkland, hopefully, and and more options for people. But, um, I think as a whole, it's, it's good. And I think the growth only helps the outdoors and, uh, and we just have to work a way to get more people out and more options. Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: there's a couple things there and we'll touch on that in a second, but it's like one of those things like when you have a good thing, you know, more people are going to appreciate it and that's awesome. Like, I want more people to enjoy the outdoors and then there's that little part of me, it's like, man, where were y'all like two years ago when this place has been here forever and now none of us can go Mm -hmm. because like I I had talked about in a different episode just i haven't really been hiking as much this summer because having to reserve so far out isn't as fun for Mm -hmm. me where a lot of it was just kind of get up and go and then just show up and now it's like oh i got a plan and i don't know so i I definitely get kind of the balance so you had mentioned you had come home and picked up a camera what was that like Uh, like what was the situation behind that you just borrowing like family members cameras and really took to it
1: yeah well i um really had no idea no interest in photography growing up i always felt like i could take a good picture with my iphone you know but nothing spectacular at all and i don't know i mean it was probably two and a half three years ago i just it was i got a nice christmas bonus from a customer of mine i was like you know i'm gonna pick up an entry-level camera i feel like i can take a good picture let's just, you know, let's just give it a shot, you know, and I picked it up, and instantly, just thought it was, it just got me outside, it, I just, I started to see the world differently, I wanted me to go hike to try to find new angles, and so it just totally snowballed um, as soon as I picked it up, and it was discouraging at times, trying to figure it out on YouTube, videos don't make any sense, and, um, you know, there's definitely a learning curve, but it really just kind of unlocked the outdoors to me, and opened my imagination to explore, really, um, and that's The camera, I mean, Hike Austin came like three months after the camera, Um, and so that's just where it started for me.
0: So did the Hike Austin account come first, and then you had your personal one, just to kind of split it up a little bit?
1: Yeah, well, so my personal one I've always had, um, if you go way back, it's just like your typical family photos, like your normal Instagram account, Uh so to speak. Um, And then I picked up a camera, and I was got to where I felt comfortable with it and at the time I was like hey maybe I could get some side money by doing guided photography photography hikes like take out some people I mean there's Zilker Bark they'll take picture of your dog I was like why can't I take people to Barton Creek Um, and so I started looking for names to potentially do that and I stumbled upon Hike Austin on Instagram I was like no way so I snagged that and then I found hikeaustin.com was open so I took that and and yeah so I just started reposting other photos and it just kinda of blew up on me. When
0: when was the moment when I mean I'm looking at it <laughs> I'm looking at it now and it's you're sitting at sixty nine point eight thousand. So, you know, I, I I I've talked to I've talked to a mutual friend uh on Instagram about the metrics and I definitely try not to get too caught up in them, but that's that's a chunky number. Mm-hmm. When did you kind of realize like dang this is this is starting to kind of take off a little bit?
1: Yeah, it's, um, well, interesting. It's kind of a slow drip. So since the day I started the account, November, November 20th, 2018, well, I, ha- I opened it in October. I didn't post for a while, but for my first post, um, 100 followers a day. I mean, it has basically stayed right on that metric. True. I did the math the other day. I'm at like 101.7 new a day. So it just slowly grew at this straight tra- trajectory. So I can't speak like that. Um so at 5000 I was like oh wow this is crazy at 10000 was, my family was like oh wow you know and so it was like every milestone it was just kind of like holy cow like I'm doing something that people like i was starting to learn a tremendous amount um and for me it's not about what i know it's about the community the page so i just try to see what other people are posting and and repost and share the information and um, you know, twenty-five thousand was a big one. I was like, holy cow, I might actually have something here. You know, can I make money? <laughs> you know, I was like, what is, what's going on here? And then fifty thousand. Um, yeah, I mean, I I try not to get caught up in the numbers. You know, I run these the count the exact same way I have since day one. You know, I don't, I haven't tried to make any money from it. I'm now starting the the stages to monetize some things, but really keep it true to what it is. It's pretty weird when you search austin and it's one of the top accounts that comes up you know there's some things like that's you know i build houses for a living this is you know i'm not an influencer this is this is all new to me so I'm just trying to stay true to what I've been doing and just
0: keep it going. Um, as a sidebar, if anyone's listening who's trying to grow their Instagram account, I think you did, though, touch on something a little bit of important. It is consistency with everything, you know, and, and people will respond to that, I feel like. So just just a quick Instagram tip for anyone that's like, man, how do I? Because, I mean, there that is kind of an aspect Of social media, and that's I guess that's a great segue to talk about kind of the next thing. So, is there any kind of thought behind, or since you know you you do look at other people's photos, like is there any kind of thought behind the location and and kind of being sensitive to, since you know the area really well, be like you know I, I I could share this, but I know this place and I don't want it to get overcrowded. Like, has that has that come up Mm -hmm. now that it's grown a little bit more? Yeah.
1: Big time. Um, And it's it's weighed pretty heavy on me, you know? And so, like I said, I'm a home builder. So I started this as a fun idea, you know, a repost account and it kind of blew up on me. So as the numbers grew, I've kind of felt that my responsibility has grown, especially when I do a picture and it gets, you know, 3,000 saves and 4,500 people send it to a friend. I'm like, holy (laughs) cow. And then the next week I'm flooded with pictures from that place. You know, so once those little things started happening, it really hit home and people, you know, I get the occasional comment that's like, oh, you're ruining this place and it's complicated, but they're not wrong. But I think, you know, I don't think we're ruining it. It's, it's I get their point is where I'm coming from and that weighs on me. But I think as a whole. Getting people outside, getting people inspired, if you have 100 people that go to a State Park and absolutely love the experience, it does something for them, it relieves stress, and one guy spray paints a can on something on the wall, that's terrible, and I don't want to see that happen, but it's, where do you draw the line on all that At the beginning, I would post more obscure locations, um, places like the Narrows on the Blanco that's public, but not really. You know, it's kind of a, a whole topic oh, there. Oh, I,
0: yeah, I have um, a whole, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, I learned on some posts like that. I posted one at 10,000. I was getting death threats from ranchers Oh, on the geez. Blanco. So, yeah, see, that's I, not cool. Yeah, you know, I called the sheriffs, and I got all the info. And I was like, man, I didn't do anything wrong. You know, so I hit the whole yeah. thing there. And so, you know, so. Once I hit about maybe 30,000 followers, I strictly post parks that I feel can – that want the traffic, that can handle the traffic. Our state parks survive on people going to them. So I I, I call state parks, and there's um, places at Pernouse Falls or Pednouse Falls where it's not on the on the trail map, but there's some cool hidden gems. So, you know, I called the park and I said, hey, I want to post a picture from one of these spring-fed spring pools – you know, are you guys okay with it? And they said yes. That's a part of the park. Um, and so I did the post. I just put the name of the park, and then in the description, I said, "If you want to know this exact location, go to the uh, park rangers as you enter and ask them where it's at, and then they can give the history, tell you what's sensitive. You know, these little things." I still got hate, you know. And so I get it. Um, but the parks want—they—they they told me to do it. So at that point, I'm—you know—I'm—I'm I'm doing what they want. Um, and so i'm i'm really focused on that though i'm i'm trying to work more closely with the state parks the county parks the city parks to make sure that what i'm posting the way i'm doing it is in line with their vision of these places and so that's definitely a topic that i feel it weighs heavy on me I, there's some responsibility there on my end and i don't take it Yeah and, I,
0: and 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 looking mm-hmm. through the account i definitely started noticing a little bit more detail as to kind of what to expect um at the different locations and then you know dog friendly stuff like that and i and i think that's mm-hmm. i think people should realize like that is a lot of effort if people want to visit some of these locations that it shouldn't all be kind of hand fed i definitely think if if they want more information like the parks are more than happy to answer some of those questions but i definitely mm-hmm. think like state parks yeah i especially the texas ones like they would until the the next until the proposition goes into full effect like they want people to visit as much as they can and i know the week that they started shutting things down that they like on the social uh, the social media accounts like they were getting really nasty comments about why they had limits and this and that and and i think mm-hmm. a lot of just everything kind of got out of hand, but you know the fact that you're reaching out to them, I think is awesome and and then have them reciprocate, just yeah, you know, we want people to be here, but what you mentioned, you know when if you really want to know this specific spot, just go there and ask them because there's a page on Facebook that I follow, and they get all kinds of just random questions and I don't comment, but I just read them like, oh, my goodness, just call them (laughs) because
1: that's that's what you're there for. It's kind of gotten to a point where I try to respond to a lot of stuff, but sometimes if you ask me a question, it's in the description. I'm not responding, but, you know, I try to do my best to help people out. And I mean, I've gone as far as going on to Adobe, downloading a park map, going on Adobe Illustrator and drawing a map. To go here because I have a a mama too ask me how to do yeah. something you know so I really have spent a lot of time you know doing that sort of thing but I mean my goal with hike Austin and the website that I'm just now starting to develop is I'm going to combine the information from Travis County Parks Austin Parks Texas Parks and Wildlife and LCRa Parks basically the main jurisdictions in here Baca County's Canyonlands also but put all of that information in one place, everything within three hours of Austin on one website. So that's in the works right now for hike Austin. So I really am trying to grow hike Austin to really a more of a resource for people. And the Instagram account right now, I purposely leave some things vague because just go to the park, go hike, you know, just get, just get out there. I mean, some things should be left unknown and um, but I'm hoping that with more people getting outside, more people moving to Austin And the pressure of people wanting to go to the parks and the reservations being full, I know it's an inconvenience. But, I mean, conservation is really important to protecting these parks. I'm hoping that, um, like everything, when there's enough pressure that builds on it, maybe some private landowners will um, consider, maybe we get some new state parks. You know, most of the land in Texas is private. Um, and so I'm trying to work on some things through High Austin to unlock some of these private lands. At first, through guided tours and taking small groups of people, because there's there's places there's about a dozen Hamilton pools on private property that nobody knows about. I, I, I want to unlock Texas land, and I think the reservations, even though it's an inconvenience, maybe 10, 20, 30 years from now, that equals we have double the state yeah. parks. Um, and Texas, the Texas could use it. So if the parks want it, let let's do it. You know, and there's a lot of places I don't post about. And that's where my personal page, I like going to those places. And I am i don't tag specific locations if I don't feel they want the pressure on my personal page. But if someone messages me, I kind of do a little vetting, make sure I feel comfortable giving them a location. And depending, you know, I'll either give them more vague information or get real specific depending on who it is and the location and things like that. But Texas, it's it's state parks. There's not a lot of public land. So the geotagging issues, national parks, a lot of these public wilderness and land in other states, I think it applies a lot more there. In Austin, the places that want the people, they want the geotagging. So it can be beneficial. I think we just have to be smart with it. Yeah,
0: totally, totally agree. I love all of that. Tell me, just kind of like a little quick fire, I guess, what is your favorite place to visit uh, or hike at in Austin?
1: So my favorite is West Cave. Yeah, I'm a little biased. I recently got voted on as a board member there, so it's you know it was the first place I went as a kid. So I mean that you know it's not much of a hike. You know, it's a guided tour to go down, but that by far is that feels yeah. like home to me. I mean that's my favorite place to just go hang out. Um, beyond that, um, i really personally when I go hike, I hit little neighborhood trails that there are no trail maps, there are no reservations. You just go, um, and so I have some in my neighborhood over on off 620 and. Um, I love to go to Balcony's Candylands out in Lago Vista. You know, that's probably my favorite place to go trail run. So I spend a lot of time out there. It's real quiet. You know, you go during the week. I'm normally by myself. Um, I I, typically speaking, I kind of stay away from Barton Creek. Occasionally I'll go out on Bull Creek, take photos. Um, but I I really love the obscure no name neighborhood trails um, that you kind of have to just go, figure out yourself you know so that when I personally go those those are the spots that I like to go
0: to where is your favorite place to hike outside of Austin but still in Texas
1: Guadalupe Mountains National Park and um you know I still need to do Big Bend a lot more than I have so i probably end up being my favorite but um I've had some really great memories out in West Texas at the highest point in Texas doing that hike and camping up there so um that, that's probably my favorite place outside of the Austin area.
0: And then anywhere outside of Texas or even outside of the U.S. that you've been to that you really like?
1: Iceland was incredible. Um, I went about three months before I decided to get into photography, so I'm still kicking <laughs> myself a little bit on that one, but um that 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 was just incredible um but no i mean texas central texas is really where i've spent most of my time you know my sister lives in denver so i've done a few things up there i need to take advantage of that a bit more but no really really texas is where i've spent most of my time I've done a little you know appalachian trail done a a few segments of that
0: awesome well do you have you have the website that's coming up do you have anything else that's kind of coming up that you want us to know about
1: not really, you know, just truck along with the Instagram account. Um, you know, when the website goes live it'll be a few months, but I definitely plan on announcing that. Um, in the meantime, just keep tagging me in your things on Hike Austin. I love seeing all the Instagram stories from folks and um yeah, feel free to Message me on there if you have questions about hiking Austin. I'm sorry if I'm slow to respond, but I try to get back to everybody. And yeah, so thank you for having me. I'm definitely a fan of the podcast and and love the work that you're doing and promoting. So I'm really happy you had me on. It's been great,
0: Matthew. I really appreciate you making the time for us to chat. I think we got some really good insight as to one. I think the responsibility that we all do take to share these photos and get people outdoors, but you know, just sharing the love that we have of nature and kind of the areas that we live in. We really do take a lot of pride in just being outside and just the beauty that surrounds us every day. And um, But yeah, thank you so much for hopping on. And for everyone out there, check out Hike Austin, just as it sounds, Hike Austin uh, on Instagram. And I will put all of those links in the description for all of the podcast episodes. So thanks again, Matthew.
1: Thank you, Danny. Had a great time.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website facebook page and see pictures from the outdoors on my instagram page so until next time grab your backpack put on your hiking shoes and let's go out on another adventure this is the texas trailhead